Welcome to the Kara's Kara's Digital Show and Podcast, where we explore the cutting edge of wellness. That's what we love to do here. I'm Kara Sundland. Thanks for being here. Today's episode is sponsored by the Center for Advanced Reproductive Services. So research shows that more than half of parents, moms and dads, are still struggling with mental health after the pandemic. And joining us now with some tips to alleviate the burnout and thrive instead of just survive is social impact expert Lisa Newberger-Fernandez. Thank you so much for being with us, Lisa. Thank you. It's great to be here. You know, I know that your background has been in corporate America, really helping corporations, you know, cut the drains and move ahead. And yet, as we come out of this, you really have taken a long time to write a new book about kind of being the CEO of our own life because there's so much burnout right now for parents. Yes. In Rebalance, we share our humble and often humorous take on how working parents, yes, moms and dads, can live full lives and thrive while we're trying to raise good kids, be good partners, find some meaning at work. And sometimes we don't even have the energy to get through to bedtime. True, true. So let's talk about the problem first. The surveys are showing that about 52% of parents are dealing with mental health difficulties, stress, anxiety, depression after coming through, just having too much to do. Yes, COVID times have put so much stress on all of us, every single one of us all around the world. And some of the things that I like to think about that can help us when we're stressed are the, the R&R. We hear about rest and relaxation as R&R. I like to think about R&R squared. There's rest, relaxation, but then there's also building our reserves and building resilience. So going back to the first two R's that we are commonly knowing about, rest and relaxation. So rest is all about sleep and sleep is that secret um, secret weapon that, that can unlock many mysteries in our lives. And we all need sleep. So the more sleep we can have, the better. Relaxation is all about finding those things and practicing those things that help us remove our stress and relieve our stress, whether that's looking at the sunset, whether that's taking a walk outside, whether that's deep breathing, anything that works. And I like to remember that when we get on the airplane, every time there's a reason why the airlines always say, put your oxygen mask on first. It's because if we don't have oxygen coming to us, we may just pass out. And if we do that, we can't help our kids. We can't help our neighbors. We can't help the, the stewardess on the airplane. So sometimes doing something that seems quite selfish is actually the most selfless thing that we can possibly do. So one of the things that you like people to know is that you can have all things, but not all things at once. I know that's something you talk about in your book. Uh, Mika Brzezinski, who used to work here and wrote Know Your Values, she talks about that as well. Uh, so it's a big point that we can have all things, but not all things at once. So you have a tool that you've invented called the wheel. Anyone can do this with a piece of paper, but we might be able to identify at least where we need to focus putting some good self-care energy. Exactly. So the wheel is a great exercise. And the, the Rebalance book came from a group of women um, in a group called Thrive that we led from 2010 to 2020. And once a year, we would go on a retreat and we would make our own wheels. So the wheel is a very simple thing. This is kind of a fancy looking wheel, but all you need to do to, to make a wheel is to take out a piece of paper and a pen and draw a circle and then write down kind of a list of all the things that are really important for you right now in your life, whether that's your health, 
whether that's your mental health, whether that's your work, taking care of kids. Once you get your list and count them up, and those are the number of, of slices on your wheel. So draw those slices. And then it comes to the interesting part. So you think about shading each pizza slice to where you are satisfied in your wheel. And this is where it gets interesting because the outside of the wheel, that is your own personal level of satisfaction, not your mom's, not your spouse, not your child, it's for you. And so it's a personal wheel. And as you start to shade, you can see how satisfied am I with this area? Like my, my mental health, how much time am I taking for myself? Once you've shaded it all, you can take a look and see where's the white space on your wheel. And if you look at the white space, those are some areas where you can start decide to focus on um, new things. But there's one other trick with the wheel, which is that before you even draw your wheel, um, and something you can do is just take a circle and think about how am I spending my time? If you think 24 hours in a day is, is another circle, how am I spending my time? And when you get to your new wheel, and the, the gaps, the white spaces, you can think, where am I gonna find the time to focus on these new things? And if you have no time in your wheel, you might want to delay that aspect. So that's this point about, we can have all the things in our wheel, but maybe not all at the same time. There are still only 24 hours in a day. Well, and we were just talking about this actually before I came on the show with you with, uh, uh, you know, we've got a lot of moms working here and saying, you know, just people just feel like, well, what else could I do? Like, it's this, I can't take anything off. And so people feel like I, they have to do everything. That may not necessarily be true, right? And you want people to be the CEO of their time and their life and sit at that decision-making table. We might have to take some things away. Exactly, exactly. My grandma had this saying, and it was, need to be the captain of your own ship. And when she was using that phrase, she was thinking about her health and how she needs to be the captain of her ship in managing different health things that, that went on in her life. But this applies to all of us at all times. And if you're the captain of your ship with your wheel, you're looking for the white spaces and you're looking for those areas where you want to spend more time. And, but remember, since there are only 24 hours in a day, you need to find something that something's got to give if you're going to reallocate your time. But this wheel exercise, it's a great tool to find uh, uh, priorities in your life. And what's interesting about the wheel is that you can do this exercise as often as you want. In the Thrive Group, we would do it about once a year when we'd go on a retreat. If you're one of those people that likes to do New Year's resolutions, that can be a good time to do it. But also if there's something big happening in your life, like we're about to move continents, and that was a good time for me to, to think about the wheel and think about reprioritizing things in my life. So you can do this at different times. And remember that everybody's wheel is going to look different. Um, and your wheel might look different. If I do the wheel today, it's going to look quite different than it did, you know, in January before COVID started, actually. Yeah. And just to let people know, um, I can put the book up. So those of you who are watching and can see, you can see the cover of the book because it's available for pre-order on Amazon now. Officially comes back May, uh, out May 31st. But this is the forthcoming book. And it's Rebalance, How Women Lead, Parent, Partner, and Thrive. So uh, I like the idea of rebalance. I've even heard that we shouldn't say balanced life because, you know, that almost is a is synonymous with perfection, which we can't get there. But maybe it's finding your rhythm or where your idea of OK is versus too often, especially as women, we're looking maybe for perfection, which can be more stressful. 
Exactly. That can add a lot of stress. Now, the, the word rebalance, the reason why we chose that word is because this is a dynamic activity. It's not a fixed thing. Like your wheel, it's not fixed. It's not set in stone. It's not the constitution. It's your own opportunity to find your balance. And you can practice that muscle of, of rebalancing. The, the idea for the name rebalance actually came one day, it popped into my head when I was watching my daughter try to learn how to ride on a unicycle. And it's very hard to do that. And if you've ever tried to do it, but you keep falling off. And the more she tried to get up on that unicycle, it just, the light bulb went off that this is our lives. Like we're trying to ride a unicycle. We're not only just riding on the unicycle, we're like juggling all these balls all the time as working parents. So that's, that's, where, the, that's where the metaphor came from. It's very dynamic situation. Let's talk about the G word. Uh, moms have it a lot, right? Guilt. And you say we really can balance work and home without the guilt. Yes, yes. Guilt is, is a big one for moms, working moms and working dads. One of our co-authors actually is one of these um, incredible women who manages to go through her life, busy life, without feeling that guilt. And I wondered, how is it possible <laughs> to be a working mom without feeling the mom the mom guilt. And she explained to me that when she was growing up, her mom didn't transmit the guilt. She was a single mom and she would, you know, periodically go off and meditate in the backyard or go on sailing trips. And the kids were left to be more independent and that was okay. And I think that's a great lesson for all of us. It kind of comes back to the putting on your oxygen ma mask first. If you're taking care of yourself, you're able to take care of other people's. And that's a great message for, for working parents is to help your kids learn how to take care of themselves as well. It, much easier said than done. I've got the guilt. I know I hear you. And I was raised by a single mom, but I still feel like I have the guilt because I'll say, okay, good. My mom worked, but I sometimes wish she stayed home. So, oh, what, you know, so I, I have that, um, even though I'm, you know, also happy that I'm a working mom and proud that she was too. But, um, I think that's important. And I, and I do remind myself of that. And I think m moms in general need to know that, that when we actually take time for ourselves or let ourselves make mistakes, we're telling our daughters someday that that's important for them to do and that they don't have to be perfect and that they deserve to take a break, which is, if you tell your, if you put it in the lens of I'm teaching this, I think the guilt can be diminished. <laughs> uh, it's a big message that, that we have in the book. There's even a whole chapter called perfection is the enemy of the good, or don't let perfection be the enemy of the good. And how do you give yourself permission to thrive or permission to take that time, you know, for yourself and to um, open the door for others to, to have the confidence to fly? Yeah. So 57% of parents are saying they're experiencing burnout, mental exhaustion somewhat often. That's a lot. I mean, almost 60% of people saying they're feeling burned out. I think we use that term, but it's a real thing, right? Yeah. Yeah. I learned during COVID because at work, we heard a lot about burnout. I learned that one of the telltale signs of burnout is when you feel different than you usually do. Something that would ordinarily, you just brush that off. It feels like it's a big deal to you or something you would normally find it to be funny. It's not funny today. That That's a sign. And um, dealing with burnout comes back to these, these points that, that we talked about before. The R squared rest is a big deal. Having the time at night to recharge and, and rejuvenate and relax, doing those things that the practices that allow you to let off some steam, whether that's swimming, biking, you know, walking around the corner, or just looking out the window. 
And then there's there's more long term things that you can do building your reserves and building your resilience, your reserves, you often hear about um, the cognitive reserve. And that's um, how do you build the mental agility to to age gracefully, essentially, and you can do that also with with your physical self you can build up your physical reserves. that's like building up your your core strength. So you're filling up your your body with all the good things so that you have a bit more space in the future. And then the, the fourth R is about resilience. So resilience means you have the, that core strength so you can bounce back when something knocks you down. We're all gonna get knocked down, whether or not we're riding on a unicycle or trying to ride a unicycle or we're just going through our daily lives, something's going to happen. But resilience is when you have that self-belief, you're going to be able to pick yourself up and you're going to come back to center. Um, a psychologist was explaining to me the other day that a, a mental image you can think of for the for resilience is not just the the, um, the rubber band that, that bounces back because everything is changing, it's dynamic. So think about the slinky. So the slinky, it goes to one place and then it goes to the next place. It's always changing, but it has to keep moving forward. So these are some techniques that can help um, when you're feeling stress. Yeah, and definitely just even taking the time. I think so time people are just worried about the next thing um, and taking that time to even do the idea that I'm going to spend five minutes right now and think, what are my priorities for this day before I jump into it? Uh, I want to end with that, that you you said that you used to, you know, boundaries are super important and, and you didn't have any in the morning, right? You kind of thought it was part of your job to look at your email right away. And in fact, that can ruin the whole day. <laughs> Exactly. There's, there's a time and a place for, for all that stress. But um, one day I was on a walk and talk with one of my co-authors, Wendy, and she was like, you seem kind of agitated. It's like, yeah, well, I've just gone through all my emails and I'm getting ready for these calls. She's like, it's only like seven in the morning. You know, do you have to go to your email first thing in the morning before you even have had a glass of coffee uh, and or walked with me? I was like, well, I think I do, but actually maybe I don't. So I started to create some boundaries for myself in the morning and I said, okay, I'm going to try to be disciplined enough to not check the emails before, you know, before I actually get to work at like eight or nine. And I, I put a, actually a place in my diary called the Bella Run. Um, and this is like when I'm running myself or taking my daughter to work or whatever it was. And that setting the boundary also empowered me to, to be, you know, to be stronger and to put put some of those those barriers that were for my own mental health um, in place first thing in the morning before before I even have a glass of coffee. Yeah, right. And I think sometimes we think we have to explain, like, oh, what am I going to tell someone? But we've also learned from experts like yourself, and maybe this is in the book, that you could just say, well, no, I'm sorry, I'm committed at that point. It could be committed to yourself, but we don't really have to explain why we can't do something. Exactly. Yes, it's all about, you know, it comes back to what, what my grandma said and kind of being the captain of your ship and just taking control, take that steering wheel of your life. And it makes a huge difference in, in your own happiness. Yeah. So we want to, we want to uh, at least think about taking the wheel and no one's going to be perfect at it at first, but setting up some boundaries and, and, and realizing that your long-term mental health is so important and for your kids, since we're talking about parents burning out. So I'll let people uh, just know about the book again. It's rebalance. And there's the cover of it. You can find it on uh, Amazon. It's Rebalance, How Women Lead, Parent, Partner, and Thrive. So maybe you want to read it with your partner as well. Some great tips in there. Lisa, thank you so much for being here, especially during Mental Health Awareness Month of May. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Great to talk to you.
And you can watch more content on the cutting edge of wellness on Kara's Cures. If you're worried about burnout, maybe go back and watch our episode on uh, adrenal, adrenal fatigue, which can be a problem. So uh, that's all right on the Channel 3 streaming news app. You can also follow me on social media at Kara Sundlin. I like to post this content there. Have a great day, everyone, and be well.